some football. Folks, welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast in which we talk about whatever we want to do. There's no cops here. No one's going to arrest us for talking that shit. We're not doing anything illegal. Trust us. Just smoking some crack, baby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. What a week, Ash. Can I, can I say that? I, I need a week to recover from this week. Uh, it's been a week. Folks, last night uh, or yesterday had a little memorial. Actually, it was pretty lot was larger than I thought. It's uh, big. It was not a little. Um, it was a bigger. My, my mother, Donna, who uh, you all met on the podcast a couple of years ago, she passed away in November. We've talked about this. And, uh, you know, because of COVID, we really couldn't do any sort of ceremony then. But uh, so we planned one around her birthday. Her birthday is tomorrow. It is the 29th of June. But we figured maybe that Sunday would be good. So yesterday we did a nice little memorial here on the Jersey Shore. Had some sandwiches, some bagels, some fruit, some seltzer, some coffee. We had we had all the uh, the liquids and the solid foods you could want, except for alcohol. We decided not to do alcohol. No alcohol. Yeah. We have Although a, she would have really enjoyed alcohol, I think. I, right? I agree with that. You know, but uh, I think uh, the other people who are coming to the <laughs> to the event may have really enjoyed alcohol too. So we decided to not have it. You know, we weren't trying to get people to stay here too long, yeah, right? Yeah. Come say your respects, have a little mini sandwich. Yeah, yeah. No chips, though, because it ain't a party. That's what my grandma said. Yeah, Nick was like, should we get some chips? And Nanny was like, it's not a party. And I was like, damn right, it ain't a party. It's a celebration. We also have a bench in Donna's name up at the beach, so yes. people could go look at the bench, sit at the bench, take their picture the, with the bench. The bench was great for me and my sister as a reprieve of the house. We would take people to the bench periodically just so we could walk up to the bench. And uh, I will admit that. I did take one walk to the bench just because I had to get the hell out of here. Yeah, you took a nice long walk to the bench well, you were with me you, yeah i remember that's what you i'm saying took. i i i followed you right out of the house but uh for anybody who's listening to this podcast who came to that memorial yesterday thank you so much you made a very nice day for me and my family and uh, you may be part of my family as well so <laughs> thank yourself um but uh yeah so i feel like i've was in some sort of a car accident we all feel like we got run over basically I, there's been like a I would say weeks of anticipation leading up to the beginning of this week, which is really when Nick got cranked into high stress gear. Right bad around bad anticipation. Yeah, bad anticipation. What did I say? You said anticipation, yeah. but there's got to be some sort of bad anticipation, which is dread. Right. Dread I, started. I would say dread started a month ago, but then at the beginning of. Would you agree with that? Like real dread, where you'd be like, "Oh no!" The I, first pangs of dread was probably when we. Uh, made this a solid plan well, when you committed you yeah know, probably early late may when i committed like around two months to the day and then it would periodically hit me yes. like at times that like oh shit well i gotta do that thing and it was one of and what am i dreading really i mean i'm, I'm here to you know celebrate my mom's life in a way you know and and that doesn't seem dreadful i love my mom so it's like you know what's wrong with that it's really Kind of like a social anxiety that is heightened on steroids with the uh, idea that people are there because my mom passed away. So it's like 
you know, I'm seeing some relatives and some, you know, friends of the family that I have not seen in a very long time, you know, obviously over a year because no one saw each other in the past year. But a lot of these people like five years I haven't seen a them. decade, some of them. And uh, it, it was, you know, I'm not good. You know, I'm I'm a comedian. I, I can perform and, and speak publicly on these things and I can teach, you know, in front of class. But you know, if it's not me being funny or like, <clears throat> excuse me, in in control, you know, of the situation, and I don't think I'm alone in this, I really panic. I do not like to go to places where I'm going to have to sort of be on and interact where I don't necessarily know what what I'm in for, like where I'm out of control in that way. And it gives me real, real anxiety. And uh, and that's a normal thing. I mean, you can ask Ashley, uh, you know, it, it, me going anywhere where I'm not too sure who's going to be there or anything is very tough to get me to go. You know, like back in the old bar party days. God. You know, I I, I just can't do it. I the don't know what it is. The amount of dinners we've canceled last minute because Nick's like, I can't go to dinner with I, those people. I don't know what I'm going to say to and them. And I'm like, they're my coworkers, please. Yeah. And I then, mean, you don't you don't have to make it sound like you're <laughs> crying. I think I was at certain there times. There might have been once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, folks. I got issues. But uh, this was like that times a million. It felt like a fucking freight train was coming my way, and I was like stuck on the tracks. But I had like days of padding to like allow myself to put it off. You know, I was just like, okay, that's not for, what, 19 days? You know, and then it's just like, oh, are you kidding? That's 11 days away. And I'm like, what? That? That's six days away. And then I'm like... In four days, it's there. And then then all of a sudden, it was like, boy, three days from now. And it's like, two days? Okay, well, I have one day that I can really enjoy myself and relax. And then it's just like, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. I got to clean the bathroom, you know. And then that was basically, and then tomorrow came. And it was actually kind of fine, as they always are. You know what I mean? It was, people came. They enjoyed the the fact that we were there and, and all that shit. But boy, oh boy, was the anxiety running through my friggin' head so hard that today I feel like something physical happened to me. It's hard. Uh, we went to bed at 10.30. We woke up at like 8.30, and it's like I felt feel like I could have slept for days. We're stiff. I can't stop thinking about canceling a, co- a dinner with a co-worker an hour before we went now that that's been brought Would up. you stop? <laughs> In 2016. Oh, yeah. The guy who's a pedophile now? <laughs> He's yeah, not maybe a pedophile. I knew. Maybe I knew. <laughs> He's not a yes, pedophile. Yes, he is. You told me that. You <laughs> sent me the not. article. Nick, you're such not a... Not more than six days later. <laughs> you're... <laughs> The links, the hoops you will jump through, the links you will go to to justify your antisocial behavior. Listen, that's not what we're talking about right now, okay? <laughs> we're talking about other stuff. Yeah, we're tired. We're real tired. It doesn't help either that we just ate like crap. Like as soon as... Uh, I've been eating like shit for fucking four or five days It now. feels like it. Yeah, it feels like we've been eating like crap for days. But especially yesterday, I just had bagels and cream cheese and cookies. Yeah. Because there was oh just little God, meat sandwiches. And I was like, I can't eat the meat sandwiches. So I'll just keep eating cookies. Yeah, bagels. And there's like a thousand bagels downstairs. So still. many bagels. And I, I'm still toying with am I, am I using today is my last day of 
I don't know. I haven't been to the gym in a bunch of days, but we can uh, explain sort of why that's the case. Yeah, where, let's where back the, it up even further. Where the run happened was, because as you guys know, I was on my P's and Q's as far as going to the gym every single day, eating right, feeling good, dropping weight, gaining muscle. It was good stuff. <laughs> I felt really Developing good Developing those healthy routines that keep us grounded. And then, you know, we had a day scheduled, which was Wednesday of last week. Our good friends, Ross and Celine, they both moved with their uh, darling children to Italy uh, in February 2020. Yes. Can and you imagine? They immediately go there and get locked down. And Literally the worst time in history to move to Italy is the month before COVID. Yes. And so they can't... Uh, I'm they sure couldn't explore. Mussolini maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess there's some like follow the Roman Empire type situations. Maybe during World War II. Yeah, yeah there's, there's some, they're bad times, but literally they moved like a few weeks when, before Italy went into lockdown. When Mario Batali got called out for a Me Too, that Nick. might have been a bad time to be in Italy. So, um, bad time to be in Crocs, that's for sure. Oh, shit. Oh, thank God. I'm not wearing them now. I forgot. Yeah, he is the Croc master. He's the Croc king. <laughs> so, uh, they moved and finally they're allowed to leave the country and come visit their friends and family in New York City. And so they did, and they're here for a month. And uh, Ashley and I got invited to a nice little uh, get together at a nice little bar called Dipfna, I believe it's called. Or yeah. Dipna or Dipfna. I can't remember if there's a PH in there. Babe, I never even saw the name. How about that? It's, I was just following you around. It, it's on Avenue A. And uh, 7th Street or something like that. Something Classic that. East Village community haunt. You know what I mean? And this, it was set up in the good old-fashioned ways of the before COVID times. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> before COVID times where you got the email, hey guys, we're going to be in town, meet at this bar around 7 p.m. We'll hang out for a couple hours. And I was like, wow, a casual loose hang in public? Let's do it. And then we were like, okay, so we're driving into New York. What else do we want to do? And we kind of realized that we should get a hotel because we don't want to have to drive back. We don't want one of us to have to be the designated driver. That's no fun for either of us. So we got on Hotels.com, and New York City hotels are pretty cheap right now. I don't know what's going on, but we found a relatively nice hotel in Soho for like... I don't know, under 200 bucks for the night. And we were like, let's get in there. Let's do it. Um, we drove into New York. I think we had bit, Nick was like batting around some ideas. Like we could go to Central Park. We could go to a museum. We could, we could take we advantage. We could climb the Empire State Building. We didn't do any of that. No. I ended up editing some footage <laughs> in the hotel. Yeah. We got there, uh, you know, parked, got our hotel around uh, two, checked in. And uh, then we, that's when the eating started. That's, that's when, when we were like so hungry. So we're like, all right, that's it. And I was like, you know what? I'm cheating. Let's do it. So we went, we got some banh mi sandwiches or whatever. We, we got some Vietnamese food. Got a couple of cocktails. Disappointing lunch for me, but highly rewarding liquid lunch yeah. for me. Cocktail Very good. good cocktail. Got some pineapple thing. It I was like a pineapple, mint, ginger yeah. cocktail with um sake cold sake it was so good oh yeah i thought we were drinking tequila that no it was sake it was very very good uh i enjoyed my sandwich um so we we did that i got a weird noodle bowl that was tasteless it was just tasteless had a lot of slimy mushrooms in it didn't look good yeah it wasn't good you know spent about 150 dollars there (laughs) (laughs) 
So then we split away, split off. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We split off because Ashley had to edit a video because her film festival was the next night. So I ran back to my hotel and I was like, I'll just edit this real quick and then meet up with Nick. He was meeting up with some of his friends. I was meeting up with some of my old school boys from the gang back then. Getting the gang back together. Which was uh, Robert Dean, Stephen O'Brien. And Neilio Stastny. The stats. So I went back to the hotel. I edited my video. Then I decided I was going to meet up with two of my friends, Joe and Aparna. They were getting coffee. They would let me know. They were getting coffee in the West Village. I was in Soho. And I was like, yeah, I'll meet you guys when I'm done editing this video. And so then I edited it. Edited it. And I went out into the great Manhattan thinking i'm in soho and they're in the west village how far can they be 30 minutes 30 minute walk you forget that it's hard to get from one place to the next in new york <laughs> 30 minute walk or 20 minute train ride yeah you don't want to do, take that train ride do you want to because the train it was just like i i was trying to go basically have, up the island at an angle you think maybe city bike at any point i did think city bike and a co- i passed a couple docks that were empty yeah. I thought cab at a certain point, but I didn't oh, see yeah, any cabs. Cab. I ended up just uh, hiking it. Yeah, so you did that, and then I, I went to some bar in Soho uh, that uh, was recommended by our, our buddy Neil, and uh, it was a uh, classic bar situation. I'd like to jump in and say that I did this uh, Manhattan power walk for 30 minutes to meet up with my friends in the classic Manhattan way. I called my mom and complained. Just oh. as I was walking the whole time, just yeah, talking to my was mom, like in a bad mood pissed of a off. Yeah, I was in a bad mood that day. A lot of reasons. My mom told me it was because of the moon, so everybody needs to back off. <laughs> okay. So uh, I was in a pretty good mood, and uh, I enjoyed. It. I drank uh, some some Stella Artois with some of my friends that I hadn't seen in person um, in over a year. Now, it was weird because I had seen all three of these dudes. On a pretty regular basis, like on Zoom over the past year. Yeah, you've kept in touch. You just haven't been physical. It feels physical. You just haven't been around them physically. Yeah, we, we you know, we were kind of grinding when we met each other. <laughs> we were grinding like the 90s. You haven't gotten physical. physical. But it, uh, yeah, it was like meeting. It felt like meeting like your pen pal is what I kept saying it felt like. Yeah. It was like... It was like somebody that you had correspondence with for a long time and you're finally meeting face to face. It was it was odd. Although we just we didn't there was no there was no beats skipped, which I thought was kind of nice. That's nice. Yeah. Like there wasn't like a because we know how everybody's doing. Right. Like I'm in a text message thread with all these people. I see these people a couple times a month on Zoom. We know we've caught up. We all know. Yeah, so you're all was, up to date. It wasn't like a weird. We just kind of picked up where we sort of left off on sort of shooting the shit and having a few beers in the city. And it was uh, it was really nice. Now, what I noticed was, you know, in New Jersey, we we haven't had our uh, the mask mandate has been lifted for a couple months now. And pretty much everybody in every store, uh, aside from some grocery stores, I've noticed um, 
no masks. And Ashley and I have followed suit. We are now who gives a fuck. Let's oh, we need a fucking no, mask. No, we're not people. who gives a fuck. We are we don't like feeling like the weird ones. Like if right. you walk into a store with a mask on, people look at you like you're not vaccinated. Yes. Like you they people look strangely at you and you're like I you want to take your mask off and be like I did I am vaccinated, but I'm also being triply careful, but it's just too much. It feels weird. Nick and I are just following the herd. Okay. Yeah, peer pressure. Whatever way we go, we have a mask in our back pocket. If it looks weird, pop it on. Yeah, we're always we're always locked and loaded with the mask. We're always ready to go. But personally, I'm not I'm not masking anymore. I got my goddamn vaccination, so that's it. Now I would like city, to say I would like to address oh. you talking about how like you picked up, um, you know, no beats skipped, whatever conversationally. That is true because when I arrived like an hour later, I had a couple of talking points to go over with these guys, and you had already covered all of them. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's right. That's this is the new thing I have to talk about. It's also the new thing Nick has to talk about. Right, 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 right. Which is of course Lost in the Terminator, Terminator my new favorite movie. By the way, go catch our Patreon. Uh, we watched The Terminator and talked all about it. And we're going to watch Terminator 2. We were supposed to watch it Friday night was the plan. But, you know, we really just were wrapping our head around Sunday's plans. Couldn't couldn't, so, couldn't do it. But couldn't do it. But mo- Terminator 2 is coming up quick. And yeah. I'm so excited. The next few days we're going to have. Maybe tonight. Yeah. Uh, then in the next few days we're going to have another, our second Patreon of June where uh, you could you could peep us. Listen, you could listen to us talk about uh terminator 2 judgment day right now you want to listen to us talk about terminator 1 well go it's up there folks patreon.com forward slash reality blows now and you can find out why it's my favorite movie uh so we yeah we we uh we met up at this bar had a couple of drinks and then it was time to kind of uh, ashley met up with us as she said yeah, I ended to, up like an hour later. It was time to move on over to that other bar. But I was going to say, like, I walked into that original bar with my mask on to just order my drink. Weird. Man, everybody in that fucking bar was just like, take your fucking mask off, dude. And yeah. it was like, not packed, but it just was like kind of salty dogs there kind of yeah. who were they drinking during the day. Like, and they were just guy. like, come on, we're, we've not been wearing masks for months in this bar. Come That's, on now. Why is he doing this stuff? And then immediately I was like, pulled it down. <laughs> <laughs> And then I never put it back on. So, uh, yes. Uh, but our hotel, you had to wear them. Yeah. Had to wear which them. I, which I respected that. And I think that's because of, I'm guessing, a lot of international travelers. Sure. I, I saw w- a couple families there while we were there. Yeah, I'd prefer to have people wearing masks in that hotel. But anyway. I so- prefer people wearing masks all the time. Excuse me. Didn't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead. So we uh, make the uh, pilgrimage over to this other bar. And uh, we just proceed to just personally, I proceed to just get incredibly drunk. Nick just got <laughs> trashed, y'all. Just drinking. All I did was drink Stella Artois all night and uh, ate earlier, but didn't eat again till we had left the bar after midnight on the hunt for pizza. Now, I don't want to say that the bar, I don't want to skip over like the events at the bar. It was kind of like the events at the previous bar, which was like other friends that we saw um, and kind of did the whole, you know, hey, I remember you from the internet uh, sort of thing. And then I uh, had a really good time uh, just hanging and drinking. And uh, I got to quiz my buddy Ross on uh, what the hell has been going on in Italy. Got the full 411 on that. Uh, pretty fascinating, him talking about trying to buy a car in Italy. Uh, apparently, manual uh, transmission, stick, 
is what the normies drive. Yeah. And only rich old people drive automatics. Mm. And so when they were like, yeah, we don't really drive stick. We'd like an automatic. They were like, we have one car oh. for you. And it's an Alfa Romeo, which I think is great that they have an Alfa Romeo. I don't know what that is. It's like a classic Italian car. Oh. Uh, for me, I just remember my buddy had like a used one in the night in the in the early early aughts. Yeah. Um, and it was like from 1989, and it's just a classic Italian car, which aren't great cars. They're just not that good, and uh, even new ones apparently aren't that good. But it was uh, pretty fascinating. Uh, just trying to see. It. He doesn't really. He didn't speak a lick of Italian when he went there. He's in Italian classes now, and he's trying to deal and. His kids go to like an international school and everybody there is like incredibly wealthy. So like even though there are some people that are expats who live there, they still feel strange talking to some of them because they are like incredibly wealthy people who just like uprooted their family to just live in Italy. Right. And so there's still a disconnect, even though the language isn't, which I find uh, interesting. So I got a lot from- There's a class disconnect. Yeah. So I- uh, I got a lot from uh, my friends Ross and Celine about that. And, of course, we shot the shit about dumb shit as well. We talked a lot about Six Flags with a bunch of people because we kind of want to go to Six Flags at some point again. I talked a lot about The Terminator, my new favorite <laughs> yeah. movie. Ashley had a definitely had a speaking point that night. Yeah, and we de- talked a lot about movie genres. Movie genres. That was fun, talking about your favorite movie that's ocean-based. I went with Waterworld. I think Nick went with Titanic. No. Life Aquatic. No, I don't know if I picked one. I don't know if I picked one. Jaws, I think I picked. Oh, maybe, yeah. Favorite movie that's airplane-based. I went with The Langoliers, which Nick and I watched the um, trailer for, and Nick says he's going to watch it. I picked Airplane. Right. Yeah, so this is a fun game to play with your friends (laughs) when you're catching up and you're trying to remember, how do I socialize? I got overwhelmed. But um, luckily, two things. I didn't get drunk, not like Nick. Nick is over there interrupting people. You can always tell Nick's drunk because he starts interrupting people with his jokes. Um, And two, I didn't smoke a cigarette. Thank you. Congrats to me. Not that I'm a smoker, but I would occasionally have one, especially at an East Village hang, an all-night East Village hang. Your your girl Ash might sneak a couple cigarettes in there She's at some sneaky, point. She's sneaky, Ashley. You got to watch out. She's sneaky. I still think she might have. I didn't do it, Nick. <laughs> I didn't do it. So yeah, got uh, I got severely drunk that night, and then me and <laughs> Ashley and Steve uh, like walked around the East Village looking for pizza at midnight on a on a on a I guess Thursday morning, and. Uh, harder than you'd want it to be we walked for 30 minutes looking for pizza all the pizza spots have closed besides the 99 cent pizza we should explain something in new york there's pizza spots on the corner where you can get a good slice for like 250 maybe three you know they got lots of varieties and it's just delicious classic new york pizza on the go and then there is 99 cent pizza spots, which you don't really want to go to. That's the last last ditch uh, effort right there. It's like this is this is we're in a bad spot if we're at a 99 cent pizza place. Morons will tell you that that pizza is good. I've heard it. They're all dumb. It's not good pizza. It's really cheap pizza. You can just taste the cheese isn't good. None of it's good. So, But we just kept seeing 99 cent pizza places and a couple of our favorite pizza places were closed and 
very it was very disheartening until we finally well, found it, a spot. It was midnight, so I don't know if they were fully closed. It was well, they were they were like the place that I, we always went to, or I always went to in the Lower East Side was closed. One of the places in the East Village was closed. There was like places that had just closed down and hadn't reopened. We got over to uh, uh, First Avenue and St. Mark's Place, and of course there was pizza there. And and God damn it, did we get some fresh pizza? It was there. so good. Just came out of the oven, given to us by a guy who's a class. Classic guy, yeah. classic New York pizza guy, yeah. having fun. Yep. I ordered, I was like, let me get a slice of whatever. And he was like, are you sure? Because the buffalo chicken just came out of the oven. And I'm like, give me that instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he great. eyed you up. He knew. Yeah, he knows. Because <laughs> buffalo chicken in, this, in the city, a yeah. buffalo chicken slice is like, that's the slice. I know it sounds weird, but every pizza place has it. And it just seems to be like the number one like specialty slice anywhere. So I think he eyed me up. He knew. I, I he was, knew what I you was were about. It, and I was glad to have gotten it. It was incredible. Now, here's the thing that was odd f- for me. Someone who has been going into the city pretty frequently over the past six months. I'll say let, I probably go into the city twice a month. And it's always a day trip. I'm going. I'm running errands. I'm dropping off negatives. I'm picking up pictures. I'm seeing having uh, coffee with a friend. I had not been in the city at night specifically not in the city at night after 10 p.m. And what I noticed was that the city was dark. We're walking around and it's dark. And I'm like, what is going on? This is weird. The streetlights are on, but it's not like the bright city that I'm used to. And that's when our friend Steve pointed out that like, I don't know, 60 to 70 percent of the stores were closed. And so their lights that usually lit the street were off. And so you just had like instead of 10 stores having lights on, there were two. And it just created a darkness in the city that I I was not prepared for. It felt slightly chilling. I thought the darkness was created by the Stella Artois that I drank that night. I couldn't really Unfortunately, tell. Unfortunately, at this point of the story, <laughs> Nick is an unreliable narrator. Because this is really when I realized he was drunk. Because he just started, he was just kind of walking into bags of trash. <laughs> which is something that happens when Nick has had too much to drink. He just, he just like a giant patrolling a small village. I, he just stomps on things. Yeah, I just kind of, I kick things that are in front of me. And that without breaking stride yeah i don't fall he doesn't fall he's like a freight train i'm moving just like forward. if there's a thing that's in front of me it's just gonna get kicked with my giant leg and uh <laughs> and move out of my way now this has happened i remember i did it was by the way it was what one bag that you keep referencing for the past week that it was I enough kicked. it was enough but in the past i've kicked many bags and in at times i multiple times in my life i have kicked a rat that was trying to cross my <laughs> Where I just I feel something kick and move and I and a rat scurries away and I'm like oh I just kicked a rat again. Ugh, Nick, that's so <laughs> gross. I feel like when I first started dating Nick, Nick is just powers through this planet. And when I first started dating him, I had to like I realized that if I didn't tell him he was about to step in shit, he would just step in shit. That's me, baby, <laughs> all day long. So we had a good time. We uh, bought really expensive snacks after the pizza. Yeah, then, we went uh, and got like some pretzels and water, and they were like, that'll be $40. <laughs> pretty much fell asleep in bed eating them, personally. Uh, don't really, we uh, t- turned the lights off in the room and went to sleep faster than I've ever went to sleep. Now, the next morning, I was pretty hungover. About 7 a.m., my eyes opened up and uh, had to find some Advil. I did. There was a nice little vending machine down the, down the hall, which was great, that had Advil in it. 
So I went promptly, took that, went back to bed. This was the most comfortable bed, like, room lighting situation I had been in a long time. It was, like, pitch black in there, really cool. I couldn't get out of bed that day. It was real. It was cavernous. And Nick and I love a cave. Yes. And we could have just stayed in there all day cuddling in that bed. It was dark and cool. We had to we had to check out by 11, so we got our asses out of there. Uh, f- finally got our car out of... Uh, oh, no, we went and had a, a little bit of brunch at one of our favorite little places, the Grey Dog. Yeah, Nick, you keep saying it's like my favorite place. You're like, Ashley loves Grey Dog. There's like a restaurant chain in New York. There's like four of them in the city. So it, does that count as a chain? Ash, you would make me go there. I like it because it is dependable and I know what they have. And I'm like, I like their food. It's dependable. It's good. But it's not like one of my favorites. Yes, it's just it is. like... It's like, oh, a gray dog is around the corner. Let's go there. I know what they got, and no, I know it's going to be good. You love it. It's not I my don't know, favorite. Why are you not admitting to this? Because it's like admitting that like Applebee's is your favorite Babe, or gray dog ain't Applebee's, and you do love Applebee's, so why don't you fucking <laughs> I can't believe this it. abuse. So we went there, had a real big breakfast. Yeah, it was delicious. Pancakes and fucking eggs. French toast, babe. Blah, blah, blah. Was your pancake good? Nick was pissed because they got his. It was great. Yeah, it was great. They messed up his French toast and brought him a pancake. Our buddy Nelio Stasnizio came and uh, he was fucking hungover. The stats. He was really (laughs) hungover. And you know what, Neil? I know you listen to this podcast and that's why anytime I talk to you, you already know all my stories. Well, listen to this story. You're a fucking drunk. Get it together, Neil. Neil was cracking me up Wednesday night. Just like Nick has a telltale sign that he's drunk by walking into trash. telltale sign? It's a telltale sign. Whatever. Just because Nick has that because he walks into trash. No, my sign's got two tails on it. What did that? What did you? You said telltale sign. I said telltale. Okay. You need to work on your annunciation I'm, we're no this longer is the last episode of the reality blues podcast <laughs> welcome to the final episode of the reality neil blues listen podcast. i'm sorry man i'm sorry man i didn't anyway mean i was just gonna say neil has a uh he he has what's that word in poker when you um you you have like a tick or something that people know you're you're bluffing are you talking about a bad poker face no like a sign or a a tell. Okay. That's a telltale what, sign. I'm going to smack you all the way back. That's what Nick Neil has. What? What? I don't even know what you're speaking about any longer. N- never what, what's mind. His, what's his tell? His tell is that he just gets really antagonistic and oh, he starts going, drinking? you don't know that. Or he Man. goes, I know all about that. And he just starts to claim knowledge on things that you're like, you don't know about that. The guy's it, a goddamn bully. It's he's fu- <laughs> it's funny. And then you're over there walking into trash. Can I say this? I want to say this. So this is a little quick story about my friend Neil uh, or something that happened. So that morning when he came to breakfast with us, he told me that one of our other friends had muted our text thread. And he no longer gets alerts on our large text thread. <laughs> now, that friend, my other friend is Zach. I don't know why I didn't want to say it, but Zach Sims. And by the way, next time I see you, Zach Sims, I'm going to give you a little slap. Here's my thing, though. Te- for muting that text thread. Who's not muting text threads? Me? I have all of my text threads muted. No, not in this thread, okay? These are a bunch of guys who like to talk to one another. And we like to see the notifications now. Neil, I see how 
many texts you guys are you guys are sending shit to each other all day every day i'd mute that shit too now neil told me that zach had muted it and uh you know but the thing is my my our other friend robert who's also on the text thread he told me the night before right and uh so i told neil told me that and i was like yeah i heard rob rob told me zach fucking uh, muted a text thread too what the fuck and then so the next day when we go back to Jersey, I texted, I said, and by the way, and you know how you can like at people on a text thread? Yeah. I was like, at Zach, I heard that uh, you, I heard you muted our text thread. Next time I see you, it's on site. And then I put a little gif of like a person like squaring up. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then Zach immediately was like, well, it turns out you can't tell Neil anything. That son of a bitch squealed on me. Thanks, Neil. And Neil got really upset. He got like he was apologetic and he, you could tell he was embarrassed. <laughs> now, I never said anything else about the situation. You didn't call situation. out Robert? No, I didn't call either of them out, but I didn't call Robert out. So Robert's sitting there knowing that he was the real guy to actually wow. tell him. But, but. Zach basically unloaded on Neil. Wow, poor Neil. <laughs> and Neil had to take it on the chin, basically, and he did. And uh, the text thread got weird for, I would say, a good half a day until I somebody Damn. had to send a link to something stupid, and then people sort of forgot about it. But we'll see how that all pans out, because all of these people are going to be at the Seaside Heights at the Jersey Shore on the vacation pretty soon. I'm we'll see tell. how. The, we'll see how. I'll let you guys know how the saga turns out on the muting of the text thread. Anyway, so finally, Ashley and I leave new york city we come back home and i uh, our, our big new york city day was over that's right <laughs> <laughs> and then what did we do on thursday oh we had your that night we had your at home film, film festival which, was fun. which you can watch where where can people watch that you can watch it on sarah and i's youtube channel it's called robert's tolomash it's on youtube um this one was coming of age that was the theme it was really fun i enjoyed this one a great deal lots of good videos yeah ashley had a nice little video yep i'm gonna put it on instagram later today so shoot on over to my page check it out give it some love and then on uh what on friday oh yes yeah. so the next day uh, what happened? I went to dinner with my sister and my dad. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was a Friday night. The problem on a Friday night in the summer around here, it's like really all the restaurants are kind of like around the beach areas. All the ones that you kind of want to go to. And the good ones. On a Friday night, it's really, really hard to get parking um, in these little beach towns. Uh, it's just everybody comes in from the inland. They come to have their crabs or whatever and their drinks. So uh, we wanted to get dinner, me and my sister, my dad, and I, I, I just took the reins. And I was like, listen, it's Friday night. I go, can we just meet up at like a chain restaurant and so we have some parking and we could be seated immediately and it's just not stressful trying to get dinner at 6 p.m. on a Friday. And they were like, sure, fine. And they were like, where? And I was like- uh, Wait, hold on. Nick, off of his diet, was like- Chili's, baby. Let's go to Chili's. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Chili's. Okay? I like how you're like setting this up. Like, there's just not that many the restaurants around here, babe. It's because you're off your diet, and whenever you go off your diet, you get Taco Bell at some point and Chili's at some point. It's true. I think we got. Do we get? No, we didn't get Taco Bell. On we got Thursday Taco night. Bell. No, on... we got. We got a. We got just a, the regular Mexican place that's down the street. Oh, okay. We didn't get Taco Bell. Okay. I wish. I wish we did. Maybe I'll get it today. Who knows? We'll see if I'm on my diet or not. Yeah. Now. So, uh, yes, I, I suggested Chili's, and they were like, all right, fine. And so we met up at Chili's, and we had a very nice time at Chili's. Now, I will That's say That's not this. what they said. We did. Well, okay, so listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
we ate at Chili's <laughs> and we got sat by the bar. Now, if you talk to my dad about this, he thinks that there's some sort of shortage going on in in some in the the staff or something. But they won't. They they ref, they did seem to refuse to give us like a fork and a knife and a napkin. Like they just didn't want to give it to us. Right. We ordered some appetizers. No fork, knife, knife and napkin. We were like, hey, can we get those? They're like, of course, yeah, yeah. You want those? We're like, yes, please. Like we had to say, like, yes, we would like a fork. And they're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And they left and just never came back. Now we were sitting at like a booth that was in the bar, which means the bartender was like taking care of us, but you also had people at the bar. You never want to be in that situation. No, that's the worst. We didn't ask to sit there. That's where they just put us. So it was right. like eventually the guy got around to giving us the fork and the knife and the whatever. So we uh we ordered our meals. We got us some sizzling fajitas, me and my dad. Um and uh the meal's not not that good. <laughs> really just wasn't that good as we were eating it i was like eh, this isn't that good um, yeah chilies isn't good because me and my dad both got the fajitas they, go, they only give us like the one set of like the fixins like you know what i mean where they give you the guacamole the sour cream and the little sprinkled cheese yeah they only give us one like boat of that right but you were splitting it we were splitting it and it's like a thimble worth of all of it so like my yeah. dad had to start asking people for guacamole or for sour uh -oh. cream uh -oh. he accidentally asked some guy who was just sitting down next to us which was a fun little moment guy had a mask on you know he thought we thought he was working there so uh, we're eating all that stuff. It was it was nice to hang out. It, you know, what it is what it is. I had a tequila, uh, and uh, we left. And uh, immediately, I started getting text messages from the both of them about how they have stomach aches. And then I started to get a stomach ache as well. So uh, thank you, Chili's, uh, for the stomach aches. I'm confused yes. because when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. I remember Chili's, Applebee's, these places serving real food. I remember going there and eating real food. Now, as an adult who's been there, let's say, a handful of times in the past decade, when I go there, what I am eating feels like a uh, freeze-dried meal that has been reheated in a convection oven like it doesn't feel like it was made at the restaurant it feels like a cracker barrel uh, meal which are like those just come ready to be heated up that's why cracker barrel sucks um i love cracker barrel just gonna say it i mean cracker barrel is okay if you're getting eggs because those are the only things that they cook there but like everything else is just like convection oven reheated i like those uh like those little uh apples Listen, the point is, is like, I remember <laughs> these restaurants being edible. I remember eating the food there and being like, this is a, a delicious meal. Is that just because I did not have a like developed flavor palette? Like, is that just because I was young and stupid or has have these restaurants gone down in the quality of like their food products? Well, in the case of Chili's, I do remember their their meals being really delicious. Yeah, now, like they used to be real food. Like I feel like when you were eat, what you were eating on Friday, didn't that feel like that was like reheated, freeze dried? It didn't seem something. Great. It didn't seem great. I, I will say that it didn't seem great. I don't eat chain me restaurant meals anymore. I mean, we go out to eat. All the time. But we always pick a place that's like a local place. Yeah, or like, they're making food with fresh produce. They, they have like pride in their food, you know? So it's, uh, 
I think it's probably a palate thing. I'm sure that shit was gross. But I do remember as a kid really loving chilies. I would get the chicken crispers and they were crispy. Yeah. I remember eating meals at Applebee's when I was like 17. I would get, I used to get their, like they had a chicken salad. And that was like fresh produce. That was good. I remember it being, feeling like it had been made there for me. Not like something that had, a plastic lid had been ripped off. Yeah, it, it was, it was not great. So yeah, we all got we all got stomach. Everybody got sick, and then they told me all about it on Sunday. Everybody had different poop stories to share. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. So yeah, my dad. I (laughs) my dad just sent like a picture of him like on his balcony, like drinking a glass of wine with a cigar in his hand, and under it just said "fuck chilies." (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. That's fuck chilies for you. So do you have something to share? Because I do. Were you going to go Something into Saturday? To share. <laughs> I, I've been talking this whole goddamn time. Yeah, but are you going to keep going is my uh, yeah, question. Yeah, it's a fucking podcast. We're at the two of us. Okay, fine. Get into I, Saturday. Yeah, I, think I, I think I might keep going. Okay, that was Friday. Now Saturday. God, I don't remember Saturday. Oh, Saturday we just sat in this house all day, didn't leave. All I did was clean this house uh, in preparation for Sunday. My sister came over Saturday night after she got out of work. She came and helped kind of clean this place up too. We rearranged the bo- the the floor in which everybody was going to be on. We rearranged the porch a little bit. We did a good job sort of setting up the the pictures for the memorial and, and set up some plants and and uh, kind of prepared all of our soft drinks. And uh, I I did the best uh, cleaning job of a bathroom that anybody's ever done. No, you did the best cleaning job of a bathroom that you've ever done. And it's same difference because you listened to me. Finally, Nick had no idea how to clean a bathroom. That's I told not true. him what to do. Then he calls me and he's like, how's this look? And I was like, it's good except for X, Y, Z. And then he did that. And I think he learned an important lesson. Yes, that Ashley's always right. Thank you. So I'm in a little bit of a pickle because I'm supposed to have a surfing lesson tonight. I had two surfing lessons set up with this all-gals surfing school here on the coast. Uh, girls teaching girls how to surf, babe. It was Monday and Wednesday. Those were my two lessons scheduled scheduled months ago, months ago. Then there was some sort of strange fallout with this company where I started getting emails from the company saying we're we've been disbanded, but here are uh, here. Here's some emails of our teachers if you want to work with them directly. And then then I got another email from the company saying, like, you're still set for your appointment. And just seems like everything is kind of uh, scattered. Don't really understand what's going on. But on top of that, I pulled my back. Okay, yeah, this is my big story. I've been saving for the pod. Nick told his chili story. Ashley's telling her backstory. You guys know about my shoulder. You know about Stuart slash Peter, the masseuse, who was doing wonders on my shoulder. No, Roger slash Peter. Who's Stuart? Whatever. So last time I saw him, he was like, you know, have you gotten this looked at, you know, by someone that's not just me? And I was like, no. And he was like, maybe get it checked out. And so I was like, okay, I'll go to a chiropractor. Got a good recommendation on an old cracky poppy chiropractor. So I go see this lady. She's great. She does one treatment on my shoulder. Starting to feel better. I'm like super pumped. I'm all in. This is going to be the lady for me. Okay. I go back the next week. 
does the same thing to my shoulder. She's hooking it up to this electrode mag, uh, machine. It's just zapping me. Ooh, it feels so good. Then she's like, have you done, have we done the uh, stretch your lower back with the traction with the table? Have we done traction on your lower back? And I was like, no. And she's like, okay, let's do that. She does it. And uh, next day, tight, unmovable, stiff as a board, lower back, can't bend down, can't tie my shoes, been like that for two weeks. And it's been a real problem around this house because all of a sudden, every little thing that Ashley needs done has to involve her back. Oh, babe, can you get this for me? What do you mean? It's just shit on the floor. No, it ain't just shit on the floor. It ain't. Can't pick this up. Can't bend over there. Can't twist my side. Oh, babe, can you get me some coffee? You're going down there. Well, I can't hold two things my back. That's I'm not true. kidding. That literally just happened. No. It's like all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, I'm looking in the back. I'm looking. She's fucking doing, she's lifting chairs, bringing them up here when no one's looking. I think, because I've never seen this chiropractor, all of a sudden, this problem showed up out of nowhere. I'm beginning to think that Ashley has, I don't know, embellished a little bit god nick so- you're such a little just back up so anyway this is about my <laughs> surfing lesson dude right, not about fine. whether or not i can be trusted with my back issues which by the way you would think a loving husband would be like can i rub your back i'm over here begging nick to put his little damn hands into my back and he'll do it sometimes for like five minutes and then he's like i'm tired he doesn't take any of my back rubbing advice people who are rubbing backs stop using your hand muscles you will exhaust them use gravity use body weight just lean into the back and push your body weight into it that's all that i'm asking from nick and then he just like puts his little knuckles in there and he does these little things who are you texting who are you texting right now nick who could it possibly be uh i was texting my dad and my sister about curtis lewa Who's Curtis Lewa? He's the fucking going to be the next mayor of New York City. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. This guy. He's the guy who started the Guardian Angels. Right. Yeah. And he's a weird Republican. Yeah. Um, God damn it. If Curtis Lewa becomes the next fucking mayor of New York City, I this it's all over. It's over. It's all over. Uh, we don't need them. We don't need the Guardian Angels. <laughs> just don't need them they just started showing up again the past like five years in new york city weird i saw a couple on the train i'm on a subway and a fucking guardian angel walks in like it's 1986 and i'm like what is going on here like yeah it's odd you know it kind of just reminds me a little too much of like the not reminds me the reagan years yeah i guess but like it's more of just like this like bernard gets like idea of new york city of like vigilante justice and shit where i'm just like oh this is weird well i was talking to your um your uh, i guess your second cousin who was a police officer in manhattan yes he says it's going back going back to the old days of high crime uh he's probably a big racist uh republican as well um, he's retired really so i wanted much. to be like how do you know but that's the big uh that's the rhetoric now online is like uh oh no one's uh in biden's america there's violence all over the place you know it's still it's a leftover of trump got robbed now we're all in trouble Black Lives Matter is going to take over that gang. Black Lives Matter is going to take over all of the all of the blue cities. This is bullshit Trump 2024 rhetoric. 
uh, instead of addressing the fact that if we just got rid of guns, we'd probably get rid of a lot of this crime. So it's it's, it's politics once again rears its ugly head. I don't know what the deal is with Curtis Lewa. I don't think he's a Trump Republican. I just hope he doesn't fucking win. It's, you know, and the problem is the Blasio just really didn't do a good job. And so people are kind of done with that sort yeah, of uh, politician. And then also the governor is like a fucking idiot, too. So it's like, yeah, Cuomo and de Blasio not really giving New York a good name right now. And yeah. people want to change. And unfortunately, I think Curtis Lee was doing a pretty good damn goddamn good job. Uh, trying to get his name out there. Plus, you know, going off the fear mongering of like when I'm in fucking office, you know, I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to allow the fucking guardian angels with their dopey little berets, you know, or a little raspberry berets walking around the city. The problem is that they wear berets. (laughs) They wear berets and they also, they're dressed like, uh, I don't know, like uh, 80s wrestlers. Like, you know, like they, with their- They wear uh, like leather vests. No, you know what they wear? Those like, um, like softball jackets. Like those like- You know, those nylon, what are, the, what are those things called? Yeah, like starter jackets or whatever. <laughs> you could see in the picture. Yeah, there's that a, guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but I've seen one. I There was a guy who used to ride the L train who wear, wore a red beret and had like a leather jacket vest I'm sure, with I'm the sure sleeves cut off. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's variations of it. You know, they kind of look like the, uh, the warriors. Yeah. You know what I mean? From that movie. It's... I don't know. We're changing the subject based on a text message. Do you want to complain about your background? I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I couldn't surf. That's the story. I can't, I had to cancel. First, I got involved in some sort of weird fight that was happening in the company and didn't really understand what was going on, getting text, getting emails from different people. And then I had to cancel anyway because of my back. Because you, you, apparently you need your back to surf is the word on the street. Yes, uh, my buddy Connor, who uh, came over for the memorial, I like how on the when we went up to see the bench on the boardwalk, and then you were talking about, you're like, do I need my back? And Connor's like, yeah, it's pretty much all back. Yeah. And then he got down and like, like the he surf like demonstrated how to jump, like it, how to transition on a surfboard so that you're standing up, where you're like kind of in push up position, then you just pop up and you're kind of in surfboard uh, it's like position, downward dog kind of. Now the the thing I was thinking that didn't I didn't say then that I'll say now is I'm pretty sure Ashley couldn't do that with a good back. Babe, you said that. I can't believe you're acting like you didn't, <laughs> I didn't say, that. say that. Yeah, you said that as soon as he did it. <laughs> Hold on, you said that. Can you demonstrate that for me? No, right now? my back is out. No, here we go. When that happened, you were like, I'm pretty sure Ashley's never been able to do that in her whole life. I never said that. Yes, you did. And it's sad because that means my voice is in your head. You said it, my dude. Ow, he's (laughs) pinching me. I can't believe this. How much longer do we have? I want to watch Terminator 2 now. You can't. We're not allowed. Why? Um, It's during the day. Terminators are best served at night. We're going to have such a chill cool relaxed day nick and i have no plans can i say what i'm like very excited about that like completely came up out of nowhere i feel like i'm blindsided by the information and it's hitting me in the stomach like like in a like a nervous way chili's aftermath no and like an opposite of that of more of like oh wow like this is like getting me giving me butterflies and like Whoa, am I ready for this? Like, I don't know. I, I, because I, my, my brain could possibly get absorbed in a way that is like was normal during the pandemic last summer, but maybe abnormal now. And I'm like, 
starting to think about like my life and like what I, the things I have going on for the next three or four months, like what am I doing? Can I kind of spit it out? Can I do both things? Big brother starts next week. Oh, that's big. And and it's big brother 23. It starts on July 7th. And I'm like, I was, I just found out about it because I'm not paying attention to reality news at all. I found out about it like a couple of days ago and I was like, what? And I tried texting Ashley about it. She didn't respond, of course. I was doing something. And it's like, oh my God, am I going to, I am now going, I have now three one hour appointment television things a week and uh, I'm going to have to watch because this isn't even like a greatest hit season. This, there's no returning players. This is going to be a full-on normal season of Big Brother, which I've never experienced live. We've watched a few, uh, you know, on demand. But, like, the only one that we ever watched live was the All-Star season, and that's just a different type of show. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I'm excited to not have any preconceived notions about the players or the house guests and I'm I I already we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I, I told you I was itchy for a Big Brother. We were talking about re- going back in on some Survivor. I want to watch Survivor because we've been watching all this Lost, which Nick is now an official fan of. It's okay. Nick but- fucking loves that show, y'all. You should see him when we turn it on. He's like, Lost, Lost, I love Lost. That's not exactly he true. He gets but- so excited. He shits his pants. <laughs> Stop telling people I'm shitting my pants. So, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm very excited for this Big Brother season because, like, the best part of Big Brother for me is, like, also the recaps of what happened on the feeds, like, the yeah, next Nick day. Yeah, Nick wants and, to just immerse himself in a fandom of some kind. And all, I'm, all I think I can do while it's on is pretty much just, like, read up on the feeds, watch a little feeds, watch some feed recaps, <laughs> and then, like, uh, you know, watch the actual show, which I'll already know what's happened on that week's show because I, watch, I, I listen to all the feed recaps, but then I get to see it. And it's a long haul, Big Brother. It's, like, a long haul. It's a season of a sport, basically. And it's like, whoa, am I going to... Where am I going to be? Who am I going to like? Am I going to feel like this is a good season? I'm so, I've, the anticipation is deadly right now. And I'm, deadly. I'm like excited but nervous. Guys, Ashley doesn't want to be on the podcast anymore. She's checked out just now. She's literally looking at her hair. I was thinking about how much you fucking love Lost. <laughs> and how it's so what do you have to say show. about Big Brother? Are you excited for this? Yeah, I'm pumped about it. I'm going to definitely watch it with you. I'm 100% in. I still want to do our Survivor Michelle um, season, which we were talking about. Yeah, and yeah, our, yeah. Um, Parvati uh, Survivor season. Sure, sure, sure. I was also just thinking about the fact that we, we finished Hometown Takeover by just skipping to the end and watching the last uh, episode, which was like, shit, we didn't, we should have shown yeah. was basically there six tips for six whatever, tips whatever. for like saving a town. Um, we, so we didn't watch like the last three apps, but we watched the final bonus app. And um, I don't know. I'm feeling like all you're going to get me to watch in reality television right now is big brother. Or Survivor. No, I'm fine with just it being Big Brother. It's going to be a okay. lot for us. Yeah, we're just it gonna is going to be that. That's what this watch. podcast will just turn into. We'll do like a little 10-minute recap every week about our thoughts on that week's episode. Uh, folks, that has been our show. 
Thank you it's so much. For, it's over already? It's over already. Are you sure? Yeah, you're you're disinterested, so How we're done. How can you tell? That has, you answered a text message. That has been the show. Thank you so I much for listening. This. Don't forget, Patreon has a whole episode about the Terminator and will very soon have a whole episode about T2 Judgment Day. So go over there, patreon.com forward slash reality blows. And uh, thanks for listening to us. We hope you have a good week. You're we'll, the best. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.